<laughs> Need a new gay found family podcast? We're queer led actual D&D play. Nope. <laughs> We're a queer led actual play D&D podcast of four best friends who are currently playing. Hold on. We're a bunch of queers playing D&D for a podcast. We're lifelong friends. We have space travel, magic technology, heist horses, and a really gooey goblin. I'm stealing all of your stuff. I'm just going to say this entire ad. <laughs> We have great bonus content with the first episode of each arc available for free. <laughs> In the entirety of the first arc, the Bone Rattlers. Uh, yeah, each arc <laughs> is set in a. Excuse me. Each art is set in an in-universe history podcast about each planet in the planetary system. There's more than one. We have a bunch of episodes available for binging and wonderful characters to fall in love with and hate, including some jank horses. <laughs> we have multiple arcs out that follow the story of Val, a trite... <laughs> Ten... Val the Triton, an interplanetary <laughs> criminal and MLG gamer. Uh, horse rider extraordinaire. Xerxes, a murderous demon that likes to wear dad hats. And sometimes uh, rides God. a night horse. horse. Patches, a part-time old lady, full-time ooey-gooey cyborg goblin, and her trusty rusty steed, Horus. And Adam, the small boy technomancer, and their journey as they grow and discover uh, the truth to their pasts. I was going to be mad because I didn't do a character voice, and then I was like, no, <laughs> I did. Magic, Magic Dagger, if, if the, the true treasure, treasure isn't friendship, friendship I'm, I'm going to be mad. mad. I'm going to be mad. If treasure true, friendship bad? <laughs> hey, I'm Dre Silvertooth, and I'm a GM. You should absolutely come listen to our podcast, because I have the best heroes. They're hunting curses for the Queen of Vire, and it's... It's going great. I got five hit points. I have a plan. Is it to write my eulogy? They make really good choices. Oh God, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's all according to plan. Textbook success. She did fall 45 feet in full armor though. Well. Fine, they are bad heroes. I have four very bad heroes on my podcast but they are hilarious. Come check us out at badheroescast.com or find Bad Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. I haven't been playing my bard correctly, so now I am going to. <laughs> Hold up. You mean trying to summon an electric guitar so that you can use the auxiliary cord was not doing it correctly? Oh no, that was definitely correct. <laughs> hey, it's Dennis editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter at CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump on to the Be Gay Roll Dice 
Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead to take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review if you're on spotify give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate anyway if you have the spoons to do this go ahead we really appreciate the support we want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast enjoy the episode hey there variables i just wanted to thank you all for listening to the podcast we hit a really huge download and view spike uh the first thing we did since like one of our first few months of starting this podcast asked what you guys wanted on twitter and you guys said a q a episode so here we are to entertain you with our dazzling personalities and some questions and we've got the answers i Uh am dennis foray i didn't study (laughs) i'm sarah I'm Marcus, and I played Prince Tenderness. <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm playing Nick. Nice. Wow. Paris Jackson. I also played Robocop. campaign character I played. <laughs> Who? Paris Jackson from <laughs> Attack oh, of the Fields. Uh-uh. I've only played him no. one shot. No, you were, you were in Ronald Reagan. Uh, oh, yeah, shit. Oh, what about Pettycoats? Server's game, though. Yeah, oh, what about yeah. Petticoats? Wow, Petticoats. What about Henri Tamer's <laughs> <laughs> That's the last character I played. There we go. Uh, <laughs> here, that's a Way good segue. Yeah, that's a great segue into our first question. What's the biggest oh. drawback of working with your closest friends? <laughs> <laughs> Who has that? That's a good question. <laughs> um, well, that being able to say shit without you being made fun of? <laughs> You can't say not shit being able house. to say words like opaque. That's true. <laughs> no, that's true. Because sometimes you'll say stuff and, and everyone else is like, I know exactly what you're referring to. Because I've known you for like six years since fucking college. So that is true. That's one of the things. It's like, if we were, if we didn't know each other as well. No, fuck it. I don't care. I, I, you know what? I'll take that. Because I, I like us being able to just fuck around and, and just mess with each other the whole time. And I'm way more relaxed here than if I was with a bunch of strangers. So. I mean, also, it's crazy that we're able to convey tone through virtually, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, you know, not, not see people, you know? It's, it's crazy that we're, we're as organized as we as we are, you know? Yeah, I would say. And, no, you go. <laughs> go ahead, Dennis. <laughs> No, I was just gonna say to that point, just being comfortable with people. The worst part is that, like, when I DM games, you guys are the only people to fucking feel comfortable just cutting me off midway through exposition and shit. <laughs> That's so funny. That yeah. 
<laughs> I guess we're not really answering the question though. What's the yeah. worst part? Yeah, yeah that was. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, I, thought, was I thought it was what it was like. We're giving insight into what it was like. The the passive aggressiveness that comes into like, hey, we can't record this week, but let's do next week. I don't know what you're fucking. I do not care. (laughs) Yeah, what are you talking about? I do not care. I thought it was never been passive. I really don't give a shit Mm. when you guys can't record. Damn. <laughs> Maybe that speaks more to my yeah. own self. Let's talk about our insecurities. Like, like <laughs> Let's open the air between all five of us as friends now. Was, you know what? I, was I have going, two of them. I was going to say, I get even more worried if I worry about messing up in a game. And it's like, not only do they hate me as players, they hate me as a friend. <laughs> no. Yes. That's not real, though. Sarah, what have you done? <laughs> no, but. I know it's I was not actually going to say. <laughs> I was actually going to say that the best part is that I get to still hang out with Sarah and Logan, who I haven't seen in person. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So that is amazing. But um, yeah. the I think a good one is that because we're so, so uh, we've been friends for so long, there's always like, we always kind of want to just converse and hang out before we start recording. And we end up like talking for like 30, 40 minutes sometimes. <laughs> so that is one. And, like, I, do, re- I do remember there was one recording where I think Marcus had something to do afterwards and they were very clear that we couldn't hang out before it and I took it very offensively. <laughs> they were like, we're Did gonna sit opposite. down and we'll record this episode. So like immediately when we started talking, clock in. When, we, in. when we clocked Write in time once we down. got on Discord and I think Logan tried to say something and I was like, no, we're speeding, let's go. Damn. <laughs> Because we this, I guess this would happen regardless if if we had started this podcast not knowing each other. I guess somehow, um, even then, at this point, now that w- whenever I'm trying to make a different character dynamic with me and Nick and Sarah, I'm always like, how can I do something different from last game? And my last like four games I've played, my characters are like the cute mascot. <laughs> so now I'm like, so every game I'm like, we've been playing together for so long. How do I make a different dynamic this time? You know, so that it, that does get hard over time. Trying to figure out, am I gonna play? Maybe I'll play a big bulky character this time instead, so that I can play off of Nick in a different way. You know, and like we'll obviously each of us are gonna play different degrees of is my character more of a comic relief. Not like a comic relief character, but are they a more comedic character or less so? There's like a whole spectrum of like, how often am I telling jokes and how often am I doing story? I was going to say, Marcus, like with all the games we've played before I even came on to this podcast, you and I had played through pretty much every dynamic available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, because I remember a long time ago, we we joked about playing siblings and now we have played siblings. Yes. I guess we have to play Mortal Enemies next time. (laughs) I was just thinking that. I was like, we've played, like, yeah. We've been in a relationship. We uh, We we were siblings. We we, we slowly became friends throughout the season. You were the GM. I was the player. Yeah, yeah. now now we just have to play Mortal Enemies. We even did, oh my god, during the Star Trek game, we did like an unrequited thing. Because the game before that, Wait, we ended really? up together. Really? Yes. You never told me about that! <laughs> well, well, because um, you, ha- I was about to, because I was playing a Romulan, so um, was, it was like, oh. our characters were going to maybe be romantic, but then you ended up with another character, so then we yeah, just became cause friends. Because that, that was the one that Dennis was like, alright, here we go! <laughs> But then we had like a whole episode where it was just about us becoming friends because yeah, of the like time. Yeah, then we became time. besties. 
warp thing. Became besties. Oh, you, weren't you also the godfather to her kid? <laughs> I, I don't even know. That sounds right. In the, in the Star Trek one? Yeah, yeah the Star Trek one. That we have not, that is not on this podcast. That, uh, it's a, a long ago campaign, home game. <laughs> that campaign will go down as the one we should have recorded, though. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I feel like that about Honestly, just to toot my own horn, that I could put a, together a 10-person or 10-player campaign. Mm-hmm. That was That's wild. Always that one was yeah. just so <laughs> epic, it. man. So many things happened. That's that's a little uh, lore. Uh, yeah, yeah, deep lore. That's uh, that's pre-podcast control group yep. history. For we'll save that for the you know prelude graphic novels though, so you guys yeah. can check that. <laughs> you can learn all about this Power Rangers campaign we keep referencing. One of these days, Dennis is going to write the thing. Yeah, I'll eventually get to it. Yeah, save all your notes. Because honestly, though, Nick had the best character. So so Nick's storyline it would be so funny to be. Oh my gosh. I remember him in uh, in a fucking ninja suit hiding in the vents from his two moms. That was craziness. Oh, he was in the freezer oh at the Walmart. Because the they, the they, they, they needed tater tots for dinner. So for Nick, people who don't I, know, I, Nick's I, character was a stoner who was hilarious and he was the pink ranger. The pink ranger. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm proud to be the pink ranger. <laughs> Nick, I, yeah, I, I don't think I, we've ever talked about I have this tried on the show before. Incorporate who am I to as many <laughs> as I can. Oh, okay. Great Jackie Chan movie. If you guys haven't seen. Yeah, it. I was losing my mind in that time in my life, so I I don't know why I latched onto Jackie Chan as a, as a means <laughs> of escape. Uh, <laughs> we all pick a thing. I still reference Peanut Dutter from. Time oh my to god. <laughs> Oh just saying, oh. just saying inside joke at this point. Nobody's gonna listen to this. Okay. So, so <laughs> nobody's gonna listen to this. Like, what's all these? And that's the jokes biggest drawback of working exactly. Like, Ten minutes on one yeah. question. It's all the inside <laughs> jokes that we cannot turn into content. Yeah. And that's largely a lot of the stuff I cut out to end of episode bits. Is like when we're not. Being, we're not playing the game and we're just being friends. That's what I end up throwing at the end bit. I like those. Great. Next question. Next question. Start at the beginning. What? <laughs> Next question. Uh, why did you start podcasting? What drives you to continue? Well, Dennis and I talked about this uh, a couple of times, like on another podcast, but like we had just been discussing this kind of idea um, after college when we moved to well before we moved to chicago we had already discussed like doing a podcast that wasn't 5e doing something different and it still took like i think a few years after that for us to even get like a game group together let alone start recording it but what was the actual i mean it's the pandemic we just had time you know well and dennis called us to their place well it's pre-pandemic well yeah i guess it was and we like decided to to produce monster of the week as the first one right right i mean yeah so that that was in person yeah yeah it was just at the beginning it was the you know inside but it felt natural mentioning is that it was a great way to keep in contact with everyone because when we started those campaigns, you guys were still back in Arizona, and I had just moved out here, yeah. so it was a good way to keep in contact with you, keep in contact with Logan oh, and Sarah, yeah. and yeah. then we had taken the break after that, and then I was just like, all right, let's let's do this, because I feel like there's not a niche of people testing different systems and shows that aren't four hours long um, that you have to listen on two times X speed just to, like, fucking listen through it all. Mm -hmm. So I felt like 
we had something and wanted to go with it. Totally. Yeah, because I remember getting a message just kind of out of the blue from Dennis saying, hey, do you want to be part of, do you want to be part of one shot? And it changed your life. And I'm like, and I'm like, sure, that, and I'm like, sure, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'll try out new systems. And then you guys asked me to come back for Compass Rose. And you guys asked me to come back for uh, Return to Lake Mary and then Ronald Reagan. Wait, we're and... just trying to get you to do petticoats and proposals that whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yep. Well, because uh, later on I had gotten the idea of, well, I should give this a try. And now I'm still working on petticoats and proposals well, no. it'll get done when it gets done <laughs> now some other podcast that we are friends with is playing petticoats and proposals oh, live on stream for people what? so check out uh ballad of the seven oh, is it gosh. about the boys i think it's part of their <laughs> i think it's part of the rise of nurethletep campaign if i remember correctly ah. um but check them out Luke is one of my besties. I absolutely will. Great. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, it is a great way to keep in contact with your friends to answer that back half of the question. Why do we keep going? Uh, I just have so many ideas and there's so many systems to test. Like, why stop? I'm always going to be interested in in some niche idea that you guys bring up, you know, because it's always so random. (laughs) (laughs) I am, uh, I am bad with keeping in touch with people and so having something regularly scheduled like this is a great way to keep keep in touch yeah i'm excited with friends you miss a lot for i wholeheartedly second what i'm excited for you know 25 years from now being one of those old guys who are like because like now you'll meet guys who are like oh yeah i've uh i've had a gaming group we've been going since the 70s we're still going, like, and that's gonna be us, like, because we we have all the technology to do it wherever still we are. Late. Who are you, my dad? <laughs> it's gonna be great. Next question, another behind the scenes question: How much time does podcasting eat up? Oh, not much. Oh. Like per week. It's different for you guys than it is. For yeah, me. it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say for, for, for you guys, night. it's like two hours of fun. Uh, once yeah, a week. Two, like three, three hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah, Depending two, on yeah. how much bullshit we're doing. <laughs> yeah, two, three hours uh, on an even, just on an evening. Yeah. yeah. It depends and on, on the back know. half of it, it takes, yeah. That, no, go for it. Who's talking? <laughs> no, finish your joke, Nick. No, 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 I wasn't, wasn't going to be a joke. I was just saying, like, it depends on if who's who's running the campaign, you know? Like, obviously, like, whoever's running it's going to have, like, true. you know, prep time yeah. and, like, writing time for the thing. Uh, beforehand, you know, so like that's like a wee whole like like month long process, but yeah, uh, yeah. That's, now you may that's talk like, about editing every time I'm working out. <laughs> 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 no, it's fine. I just wanted people to know if there's any prospect podcasters listening out to the podcast. Just editing does take a fucking minute to do. People, I have we could just get over the past intern. two years, just like really. We could definitely yeah. get you an can, intern at you this could, point. If you aren't willing to put in the time, pay someone to edit your podcast and pay them fucking well. Just because over the past two years, I've just learned so much about sound editing in general, and it has just gotten better and better, so I take longer and longer with episodes. So it typically takes about, I'd say, nine to ten hours to produce the one hour of content we push out. Really? All together. Yeah. We push out like Sisyphus and his fucking boulder. And then, well, but then, like, 
marketing on Twitter and like networking on Discord and stuff oh, too, right? Yeah. Then I spend two hours every Saturday morning on Self Promo Saturday marketing on Twitter yeah. and updating the website, thinking of campaigns, scheduling campaigns. Yay. Aside from big ones like D&D, Pathfinder, and Call of Cthulhu, what system do you feel would play well on a long-running podcast game? So I think this question is like, what system have we tested do you think would work for that? I've been playing a game for 20 years. I still think we could fucking get back to Game of Thrones. Um. (laughs) I was so bummed that I wasn't on the podcast. Yes, we have to do it again with you guys involved. Yes. Especially now that it's relevant again, isn't that like this week? Oh, House of yeah, Dragon. Yeah, like two uh, weeks. Next week, House of the Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, it's uh, 21st. Of, I don't know. My, my, Winds of winter is coming out any yeah, day. Yeah, might, might be re- might be relevant again. I don't know. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh, find, find me a system. Find me a wartime system. Because what did we do with that system? What was, the, to... what was the system? It was like it was, we used a, Monster like a hack yeah, that was specifically was like, Game of Thrones. Yeah. No. A Song of Fire and Ice is what it was called. Oh, okay. Just a hack for it. Yeah, too. Okay. I mean, I I liked that though because I felt like we had a lot of uh, like banter-based moves and stuff. You know, it felt in keeping with the the property. Obviously, I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm still a I... fan of like Pathfinder over uh, <laughs> over D and D, honestly. <laughs> um, but I know I know they said not Pathfinder. Uh, oh, it's really yeah. Pathfinder. Yeah, Pathfinder's fun. Man. Uh, I, fucking just... I don't think I would ever play that again. Oh. Hey, Logan, do you want to tell all the nice people about Pathfinder? Uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, so over this past, since the start of last year, I've been getting all the two second edition books. I was like, at first I was like worried of like, oh, they're probably going to change a bunch of core stuff. It's probably, probably not going to like it as much. Uh, I got all it. I love all the, I love pretty much all the changes of it. I love second edition Pathfinder. God damn, I love it so much. <laughs> it's oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> but I don't think that was the question. That was, not, <laughs> the question. was not the question. I just, wanted to gi- I just wanted to give you, you an You know, it's a great system that's not Pathfinder. Is Dennis's anime system. I think that'd be, that'd be great. A lot of longevity in there. Oh, yeah, no. Last Shonen, I think, could definitely work with a long a longer campaign i feel something like monster hearts might work too yeah i, I was thinking something like that as well i think worldwide wrestling has oh yeah a lot of, that's true. i has a lot of potential with that in, in so much like you can you could make your own wrestling universe yeah you could you can go point. through a could, full fucking campaign of a wrestling show yeah, and, and and when you're and you when you are bored or or feel like ah this character's done, you can make another wrestler in that show or like setting and all that sort of stuff. Still have the old old person just kind of like hanging around and stuff as like the old gen of it. You could do like generations of wrestling. Which would be wild, and I think would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Big shout out to WWE. Thank you, Vince, for retiring. You fucking rapist. Now Triple Ace is in charge, and wrestling is good again. Yay! <laughs> I, I wanted to say that um, I always wanted to do like a big. Okay, well, actually, before the podcast, another uh, campaign that we did was Sarah Williams. We Sarah. 
Uh, I'm used to saying that because my roommate is also Sarah, but the Sarah that you guys know is on the podcast. Um, anyways, Sarah um, ran a Monster of the Week campaign, and that's kind of where I really I fell did. in love with this system. Yeah. And um, I think I this system is really awesome. I mean, especially if you look through all the um, improvement or advancement moves and whatever, and like look through the future of where your character can go, I think that system you can play for a really long time. As long as you do shake it up like we did and do new settings. I think just the simplest idea of you are a, a team of monster hunters and there's a new monster of the week every episode. I, I think that's, you can, you can build upon that more as you go on. I always wanted to do crazy stuff like we have a whole season inside of a haunted house or we have a whole season, you know, in, uh, in, um, I don't even underground and when we go underground we discover all the the there's a whole vampire society or something like crazy like I think there's way more you can do with oh, with with monster of the week if you wanted to do <clears throat> uh, like more of a magic user campaign you can if you wanted to have no one has powers you could do that as well uh, but it's it's a really succinct system and there is a, a bunch of books for it there is in tome of mysteries it's just full of like articles for different ways that you can use the game. If you want to do like more of a gothic uh, fiction style kind of thing, like there's tons of different ways you can play the game. Yeah, um, Mark, it's funny you should mention that Monster of the Week campaign I ran because I still think about that sometimes. And my idea for a season two of that would have been a cross-country road trip while Logan's character is trapped in hell. Fuck yeah. <laughs> in that one. So it's funny because we, at the end of our Lake Mary campaign, we lost magic, our magic. And in that one, my character lost her magic as well. So my plan was, would we see her next? She's just been working for months. Well, so, okay, so before she had been part of a magical cult. And actually, Dennis was her sister. We were playing sisters that the yep, time, yep. which is so funny. But um, they were sisters. So then they were sister was a witch. Yeah. So then when we see her again, <laughs> she was going to be out of the cult and just working at a Lululemon, and that was her whole plot because she'd lost her magic. So I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be really funny. But it's going to start at Lululemon. I'll yeah. tell you that. And with Monster of the Week too, you could also just absolutely just like do an anthology thing like we wrapped this arc up you can literally I'm, just make it fucking american horror story i was get, i was just about to say murder house is done time for <laughs> asylum <laughs> bridging off of our last campaign if y'all did a marvel version of brawl what characters would you be Ooh. Oh, that's so funny. We're, we're talking about this what's, recently. So what's we'd be doing like a young yeah, Avengers. Exactly. That's my yeah, I was yeah. about to say, what side of Marvel are we doing Avengers? Young Avengers kids? Academy. <laughs> okay, okay, so, all right, so I'll, I'll stay away from X-Men. You could be a mutant. I could, yeah, I could, I could be a mutant. I could be an inhuman if I wanted. Oof, no. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I would be Wasp, but she only has giant man powers. <laughs> so she's the kid of, of of Hank Pym and Janet or whoever, and um, she but she can't turn tiny. She can only be giant, <laughs> and she's she's like has all this tech. Oh my god, her parents had a bad accident or something, or no, even better, they're like off adventuring in the quantum universe or something. So she has all their technology and does not know how to use it. <laughs> so she's in this lab full of tech, doesn't know how to use any of it, 
but she can turn giant <laughs> because because I think that's like you're that's like cool. a muscle skill. I don't think that's like an intellectual skill. It's like whether your body can withstand the giantness. Actually, I might go the mutant route because all I can think of is I would 100% pull a Tanderous thing and I would be the secret child of Scott Summers and Emma Frost. Oh shit. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna call it before anybody else does. I want to be the adopted kid of Wicked and Hulkley. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what the kid is. I don't know what the powers are here, but th- th- I want I want that relationship. Cree, so it's like <laughs> yeah, we got the humans, the girls, the Cree. I guess that makes sense. I don't know, but that should be something that Marvel fucking writes. Cowards. Yeah, I would probably want to do either. Perhaps like a Nightcrawler kid or something like that, because I love Nightcrawler. Or or probably find some obscure Asgardian and do some, some bullshit with that. I was so close to saying Loki kid on my end, but then I decided it would be way cooler to be the kid of Emma Frost. Oh, you know what? If, if I couldn't be Wiccan and Hulkling, baby, then I would want to be... Because in Jason Aaron's Thor, there's these great characters... Than like the King Thor stuff, like in the future, where it's like Thor's granddaughters. Oh, I could be of Beta Ray Bill's kid. And so like, I want to be <laughs> Thor's daughter. That'd, that'd be sick. Oh, that'd be fun. I'd be I'd be Beta Ray Bill's kid. Sick. Scratch that. I want to be a horse. I want to have a. I want to be a horse. <laughs> that'll be that. I want to be a horse. <laughs> yep. You gonna be a you gonna be a horse? You gonna be a horse girl? <laughs> now hush you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what's the equivalent of the Riddler. That would be our like totally unexpected boss. Thinking this entire time, I was like, "What would I do in the Marvel universe?" Still, man. Force, obviously. Still, man. Uh, Arcades. Cable. I've I've moved on for the Ridley. That would be really cool. If we could travel through time and like meet. Yeah, your 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 Leandra NPC, what a hundred percent would have been Bishop's daughter. Yes, I think he has a daughter. Hell yeah, I feel like he does. Sure. I mean, I think he would have just went with the meme, Dennis. If we were doing Marvel, he would have said it's Mephisto all along. <laughs> yeah, Finally I would have, I would have given the people what they want. <laughs> I wouldn't just say, you know, a major character's a mutant and then just f- shrug it off like it's fucking nothing. Oops. Oopsie. <laughs> we'll deal with that in the Marvels, I guess. Um, That's a good question. Yeah. What fandom have you guys always wanted to do a game in? Well, the one I'm hoping to do is in the works. I've just been bad and haven't mm. scheduled it out yet. I also agree uh, with Logan's one. Yes. Oh, it's Logan's what one. What is it? I think we we talked about that. It's in the Discord deck. It's one of the only other one that isn't the one shot. What? The P word. <laughs> the P word. You have to guess what it is. Oh, We've talked about yeah. doing this system with Hadley. <laughs> the P word? Yeah. That? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the word. <laughs> All right. The, the, cut this all out. So game game I want us to do, I would I would love to find some system that would be conducive to the wicked and the divine. Oh, that's interesting. I love that comic series so much. I wonder if like you know what? You should watch the Sandman show on Netflix. But like maybe like an American Gods kind oh. of thing. Mm-hmm. I 
I that's that that's on that's on my list. I still have to listen to part two of the audio drama. Or masks. <laughs> Honestly, if we just used like a superhero system and we just had like god powers. We could we could do a wicked the divine game. I want to do um I, I this is somewhat limiting. Sorry, because Logan and Sarah weren't part of it, but Dennis and Marcus and I did this system that Marcus wrote or hacked. Beautiful in the dam. Beautiful in the dam. There There's so many fucking oh. blank and blank. Oh. Right, right. So we did, we did, we did beautiful in the dam. It was, it was so much fun because it was like we were just put ourselves in like this very specific classical literature context. And I really liked that. And I was like, okay, what other like classic literature stuff could we try to pull off and make it sort of like melodramatic and gothic and cool? And I think we should do uh, some someone's Dracula game because uh, I would love to. I would love to do like like Hammer House Dracula vampire game. story. Yeah, awesome. I would. Um, I mean, we'll get to it eventually. Power Rangers is my niche. Yeah. We gotta do it for the podcast. I we did the one we were talking about off podcast that we did was kind of my love letter to all of Power Rangers. But I've been working on an original idea that I think would be very fun. Hell yeah. Uh I guess this is more like a game I'm working on in the pipeline after I finish Petticoats. I've been working on a system that would kind of be very much like CW freeform teen dramas. Oh I fucking. So love like your that. pretty little liars, your Riverdales, your gossip girls. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Give that to me. <laughs> She's been bouncing a lot of ideas off of me. Yeah. So. But that yeah, that's what I'm actually gonna throw myself into more when Petticoats is actually finished. You have to watch all of One Tree Hill to understand Logan. Commit. <laughs> I watch all of One Piece. One Tree Hill, not did you One say Piece. That? No, I did not say that. <laughs> uh, I'm not caught up again. Uh, I will I think we'll also get there eventually because I've been I've been working on it for a while in the very back, but I really would love to do a Danganronpa. Ooh, that'd be a lot of fun. I think it would just be—I think we'd really enjoy like a high anime lawyer game. Is that what that series is about? (laughs) It's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of murder mystery, bit of death game. Murder mystery, yeah. Murder mystery, death game. Yeah, you arguing your point. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I I thought it was primarily just the death game angle. Bouncing off of that, I'd love to see a system that we could use for Persona. We're a bunch of weebs. Not that big of a weeb. Okay. Right. <laughs> I my answer. So, uh, to answer the question, um, <laughs> I I always want to do more sci-fi. Like, I've always wanted to do more, like, weird, like, 70s sci-fi, like, um, like Star Wars or like Flash Gordon kind of stuff, but I would also love to do like a Ooh. hard sci-fi, like like Gravity. Like I wonder if we could have it be like really realistic, like we're on a space station or something. I don't even know what if that would be like horror or genre, like what genre or whatever. But that would be cool that I've always wanted to do. But especially about to come out is the um, Blade Runner game. So like a like a serious like noir or like cyberpunk thing would be sick. That would be really cool. The Blade Runner game, actually, I don't think it's gonna like officially come out till like mid next year, but we'll get beta access like soon. If you guys want to see it, I I, I, I did the Kickstarter. Cry, yeah, so, sure. dude, is there a game or a system we've wanted to play but haven't figured out a good hook for it? I mean, I'd love, I I Logan, I would just love to run you guys through like a, a Pathfinder Second Edition one shot or something like that. Yeah. But it's like 
too popular and probably would just be more fun to do it as its own thing anyways. We have already established nobody wants to play Vampire the Masquerade with me. Oh, I would do that. I would do that for sure. Um, I was thinking Starfinder. I always wanted to learn. Oh, Starfinder. I've gotten Starfinder as well. Starfinder. I love, I goddamn love Starfinder too. It's great. I love it. When we look at these systems, like how complex a system are, do we go for? You know, are we going for more, mm-hmm. uh, more indie and smaller stuff, or are we going for bigger stuff? Like, you know, we're always kind of trying to decide which which we're doing. So, I guess we did. I mean, Monster of the Week is pretty big. We were That's testing a, yeah. Toma Mysteries because it had just come out when we very first started this podcast. <laughs> Um, I'd love to play Inspire Isles, but you need some visual component. Uh, sign language doesn't Oof. work too well on a vocal uh, medium. That's hard. <laughs> uh, oh, there's one. Um, I've had the quiet ear for a while. Oh, that would be so mm-hmm. fun. That would be a really good one shot. But it also takes a while to play. Logan and I have played it just by ourselves and well, it's eaten up entire afternoons. Well, that's not the problem in so much as it is incredibly visual in the yeah. creation of what you make with it. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of cartography involved. Yeah, it's not easily shareable. I think it'd be worth I it. I suppose, unless you just post, unless you just post it to Twitter, but yeah, I don't want to. Oh, you know Twitter. what? Yeah, that <laughs> reminds me, when you say it that way, we really wanted to do um, Alice is Missing. But that's impossible through a I podcast. Was just about, I was really about to. I was about to bring up Alice. I think we can do it. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> and we just do a. We play the game. We do a dramatic rereading afterwards. But the problem is, is you're gonna have. So the way you play is, uh, if you haven't played Alice is Missing, so it's a silent game where all of you, all the players, are on a group chat mm-hmm. playing a different character from the plot of it. And the plot is Ooh. your character, your 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 friend from your friend group, Alice is missing and everyone else everyone has like a specific relationship to her like you're her friend from from childhood or you're her like secret girlfriend stuff like that and you are all playing through just texting each other and like every every like 15 20 minutes there's like a new card that you draw that's like a development of like oh some kind of clue was found at this location or related to this person um now it's all like I don't I don't know how we would do it audio without the group chats, especially since you're gonna have like a ton of audio or you're gonna have a ton of group chats up at the same time. Like you're gonna be talking individually yeah. with like each person and then also in the big group chat with everyone too. You know? Here's the vision for it. You're gonna see it and I'm gonna do this in the fucking year variables. Here's my promise to you. We're gonna play Alice is missing. You take all of the group chats afterwards. You find out which are most important to the game afterwards, and then just read them. Message from Marcus to Dennis, 953. Then both of us read our lines. Then we have to go back to the group chat to make sense of the plot. So group chat. Da da da. We all read our lines and what we said in the group chat. Message from Nick to Hadley. Da 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 da. Like That's Dracula. Fun. I like that. Like, um, like epistoli, epistolary storytelling. Yes. We've got a whole script read on the Patreon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Control Freak says join our Patreon. Yeah, get on the Patreon. As low as a dollar, you listen to Friday the 13th, The Sacrifice, written by Nick Hodge. We need, <laughs> we need a slasher movie system, is what we need. Yeah, we do. That would be sick. Yeah, we do. Because Justice said he'd play with us. 
if we did a slasher system. Who's a niche? Who's a niche internet micro celebrity you'd like to have a, as a guest on the show, or just a a, a person? Who's your Who's your oh, Chris, dream Chris guest? Chris Fleming. Oh, dream guest. Okay. <laughs> I want comedian Chris Fleming on the podcast. I think that they would not understand a single thing that's going on the entire time, but it would be funny. Who's the girl from the Pocket Report on Twitter? Have you guys seen that? No. See, micro celebrities. I'm, I'm gonna. Each of us will say a name, and no one else will have heard of it. It's like yeah, it's gonna be. Was, as we said, micro niche. Yeah. Like I was going to say, like I want to finish uh, Petticoat's proposals and play it with either Abby Cox or Bernadette Banner, <laughs> someone in the historical costuming community. Yeah, like I, I was gonna say, we've already had Erica Harlacker, voice of Kirigiri oh. from Danganronpa on. So I want to keep on getting more people who have voice characters in Danganronpa on the podcast. Yes, podcaster like Stuart Wellington oh. seems like a cool dude. So he's also like oh, 10, 10 plus years older than us. So I'm sure yeah. it'd be fine. I'm sure it'd be, yeah. be cool hanging out with youngsters like us. Just uh, Justin McElroy. None of the other ones. Uh, <laughs> Clint, Travis, and Griff can stay home. I love me some Justin. I wouldn't mind hanging out with Clint. <laughs> also, uh, most of the cast of D20. Joe Pesci would be great on this podcast. <laughs> you know what? Let, let's get Gaten Matarazzo. He'll love it. <laughs> what, we're, yeah. is, is Brendan Lee Mulligan not a micro-celebrity enough to be on our podcast? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Probably too we, big. Mentioned the macro, we mentioned the macro. We one. mentioned That's the macro. We mentioned the macro. That's pretty much a mulligan. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Jinji Ito. All right, fine. Uh, uh, what's his name? The the uh, the guy who makes uh, uh, the Dark Souls stuff. <laughs> George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> All right. That was a hard question. <laughs> Next one. Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets harder with our final question. Oh. Or we can add another. Um, actually, yeah, let's add one more and then we'll get to our final question. Okay. Um, right. What is a small character choice or plot line that you think deserves more recognition? Like a moment that happened or like a technique? Yeah, just anything. I've, okay. I wrote down quite a few things for this one. Also just random podcast things by and large, yeah. Because I was going to say, one I had for myself uh, in Lake Mary, I always I always felt really weird about it because I kept saying over and over, it's like that Vicky was realizing that she was demi-romantic. And I wish I could have had more time to show that she actually did have that bond with Randy so that it didn't feel so much like it was, oh, she likes Randy now. I thought it was organic. Yeah, me too. But but no. I'm yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. It's like making things absolutely clear. Yeah, that. This this bond was here first. I'm pretty satisfied with uh, you know everything I've done. So uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no Easter eggs from there. Nick. <laughs> no notes. I'll leave it all on the fucking table. No notes. Dude. No Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, mine are all just like yeah. little little things. Yeah, same. Mine are all just little things. Now this might would have been very subtle, but if you listen to the Guild series, you you may have caught the 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 hint of a of a. Of a of a London or Cockney accent from yours truly when I played Morkado. <laughs> uh, that is 
That is a reference uh, to to uh, Warhammer Fantasy, Warhammer 40k, where uh, that's the uh, typical vernacular of orcs in their setting. I just encourage everyone to, if they haven't, go back and listen to Attack the Fields, because I played such a good fucking robot. <laughs> uh, you played a really good and robot. I was proud of myself for doing that. No, it was like definitely like something I wasn't like I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, <laughs> but I thought it worked well. It was, but I I liked the challenge of it because there's sort of like a limited like you can't really play to the height of your intelligence as like an all-knowing like machine, you know. So you you kind of have to play as a fallible character, you know. So like there's a delicate balance to like achieve the ideology mindset of that character. <laughs> I have one character thing, because I don't really play characters, but I have a few, like, podcast and editing things. Um, the only character one that I was like, I really enjoy this, because I went, it was like, this is a good character choice, is the reason that Zil Constantine has a British accent was to show that Constantine really stepped up as a dad and spent more time with her than wow. Zatanna. Thus, Zil would adopt a more British accent than Zatanna's just regular Eastern affectation. Like, this is this is one I'm really proud of and I really enjoy and it's very stupid, but like any other anime, halfway through Compass Rose, I switched the theme song because the OP changes. Nice. Like it would <laughs> an anime about 13 episodes in. Oh, nice. And this is, this is deep cut lore. The episode teasers for Gardens of Glass... I would, because they're all named after flowers, I would look up the flower, mm -hmm. find the color of its stem, and find the color of the flower, and the stem color would be the black, the background of the teaser, and the episode title would be in the color of the flower. Nice! Wow. So, based off that with the flower titles, I actually looked into, like, flower language and the meanings of flowers, to figure out what episode was would be named after which flower. That's beautiful. I do have a, a character uh, tidbit to say as as well to add uh, for for true believers out there. Uh, for those who li listen to NWL, uh, Chris Cheney, not his real name. Real name is Ben Williams. <laughs> he has never visited the Grand Canyon once in his life. <laughs> I have one last thing on this. It's not really like a tiny character choice. It's more of a bigger character choice, I guess. But one of my favorite things uh, in Gardens of Glass was Marcus leaned in so hard to the uh, playbook mechanic he had of constantly being infatuated with new people <laughs> all the time. And I was just about ready to message him just all caps. is like, pick a love interest or don't pick any. <laughs> and then he's like, nah, it was always going to be Phoebe. And then I realized it's like, oh, shoot, <laughs> you're right. It was. And so we had fun with that. <laughs> so like, Marcus, the end of the campaign is coming up. Is Rosalina going to date anyone? <laughs> I like to keep them on the edge of their seat so they don't know what's coming. I will just say, episode, I think it's six of Pirates of the All-Sea, Jacob's Ladder. It's the best episode title I've ever come with. It is a perfect double entendre because, you know, the movie Jacob's Ladder is about going through an old... We got Logan back. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, 
Yep, I can I can hear stuff now. Last question. The episode's about going through other people's memories. And a Jacob's Ladder is a pirate term, which all of the episodes and Pirates of the All Seas are named after. Nice. Final That's question. A- yep, yep. now Goff. Oh, I I think I kind of joke with it, but I think a plot line that I really love with that is uh, uh, the turn from uh, with Chris Ch- Cheney and, and Joey Damn's son from from that <sighs> the enemies to lover progression. Ooh boy, it was, really it was good. I I love that those the the little shifts that led to to that becoming a thing. I really appreciate that. That was actually Lady. one of my favorite plot lines, just as someone who listened to it was uh, was enemies to third at the polycule. <laughs> our final question of the evening. As we end our reviews with a nonsensical rating, we should end it with a nonsensical question. So, <laughs> right. what's your All guys' right. favorite ice cream? Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Butter pecan. Raspberry sorbet. I fucking love strawberry. But it's gotta be like a like a like the it's gonna be the perfect kind of strawberry, okay? Like it can't be like some kind of artificial strawberry. It has to be real strawberry. It has to be very light, delicate, the right amount of vanilla in there, maybe some vanilla bean. Not not overwhelmingly strawberry, just like just like a nice delicate strawberry. Vanilla. Interesting. Mine was gonna be cookie dough, so not far off. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> I love a dessert in another dessert. <laughs> If there's anything you guys are particularly jonesing to hear on our podcast or a sequel season that you need to hear from one of our past seasons, message us anytime on Twitter. Uh, Subscribe to our Patreon and pay us money and then we have to do whatever you say. And uh, we just want to thank you so much for getting us to the amount of followers and listeners that we have. It's been really fun just hanging out and recording, role-playing games with our friends. Yeah, it's amazing what we've grown through from this little podcast of just friends uh creating a little world from their fictional college town to you people across the world listening to us and i truly do appreciate that it's crazy seeing how many campaigns we've gone through you know it's like i forget about them at this point <laughs> but that we have so many but it's like a rich canon it's nice enjoy one shot of palooza which will start right after this episode don't touch that dial for a week okay <laughs> Because these come out weekly, yep. so oh, you gotta we stop. Gotta pause, pause. A live ad with Dennis as the tsunami guy. How yep. do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Good night, variables. <laughs> Good night. Go to sleep. Past Dennis, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> That's current Dennis. <laughs> it's control yeah, freak no, again. <laughs> 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 told you to sign oh, no. up for the Patreon. The new Discord mod <laughs> control freak. <laughs> Why didn't you do it? <laughs> now he's going to be our Discord mod forever. Fuck. <laughs>
Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.